superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And who showed up? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Showed out. Chris Paul, he'll put up a three-pointer. Shazam! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. A playoff career high 41. Chris Paul, you don't guard me, I'll make you pay. And he's jarring threes. Three-point range, he'll shoot it and get it. And the foul. He's knocked down. He's doing it all last night. If we do what we're supposed to do, I'll get the last laugh. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Co-host of Peacock's Brother from Another. Michael Smith plus Super Bowl champion quarterback Joe Theismann. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air here on this Thursday leading into July 4th weekend. Um, we are uh, we are already uh, deep into our program. Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times talking about 10 weeks from tonight. Uh, the Buccaneers team that he covers will be kicking off the NFL campaign 2021 against the Dallas Cowboys on our friends at NBC. Great chat with him. Uh, Joe Theismann is going to be joining us shortly. I just fixed NBA replay a little bit more. I tightened the bolts a little bit on the same way that uh, Roger Federer is uh, uh, tightening the bolts on Dick Gasket right now <laughs> out there in center court in Wimbledon. Is he still um, sweating? Uh, he's about to go. He's about to uh, wrap about, up the actual over, tournament. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they wrap up the actual match. Yeah, he's up two sets over. to none, and he's he's trying to you know blow out uh, blow out the gasket. Uh, <laughs> Michael Smith will be joining us shortly. By the way, uh, on the first day of name, image, and likeness laws in. Let me see. I have the list of states here. Is Michael Smith's about to join us on this program? I think there's at least six. we're expecting him. Um, I have the list right here. Um, so, oh my, I had it. And then, of course, it all blew out. Um, there's six, right? Yeah, there's six. It's, uh, right. It's Florida, Texas, uh, Alabama. Kentucky is one of them as well. Yeah. Um, and some pretty big piece of news on, on this in the fact that the NFL Players Association has uh, announced, they sent out a, um, a statement earlier today that the NFLPA is allowing contract advisors, otherwise known as agents in the NFL, people who are allowed to represent players in the NFL, the NFLPA regulates that. They are allowing NFL contract advisors who negotiate NFL contracts for union members, they're allowing them to strike NIL deals on behalf of college players. So here come NFL agents into the NIL world 
So players are could still maintain their eligibility to play. You know how sometimes, well, you've contacted an agent, you've contracted with an agent, you're right. done. Not if you're doing it for NIL. And the what the Players Association is saying is like, this is fine with them as long as any NIL contracts entered into with college players by a contract advisor are wholly separate from any future contract advisor services involving the negotiation of player contracts with NFL teams. In other words, for example, an NIL contract should not include any terms that require or condition any NIL terms on the player then later hiring that contract advisor for NFL contract services. So as long as it's not in the contract, okay, you hire me for your NIL, but you also got to hire me when you make the NFL. If you make the NFL, I'm your contract contract agent. The NFLPA says that's verboten. But of course, if it's just like, hey, I'm your NIL guy, R&I terrific, right. <laughs> who's the first person you think they're going to go to? Exactly. So now NFL contract advisors, player agents are allowed to contact college football players and say, hey, you want an NIL deal? I'm your, I'm your, I'm your person. I think it's a pretty big deal. Michael Smith, a brother from another, he and Michael Holly uh, take the reins of NFL sport and NBA, pardon me, of NBC Sports on Peacock every day as soon as we're done. Joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show right here and now in about an hour is when he and Michael Holly take the reins. How are you, sir? Good, man. Uh, strong take as usual on NIL, and it's just like, like how far reaching is this, and, and how many aspects of it have we yet to really. And by we, I mean these all, universities all yeah. get our arms around. I mean, the, the, thing, the, the word that has always come to mind for me with, with college athletics is control. And, you know, forget coaches imposing social media or outright media bans on players. Um, you're now affecting their livelihood. I mean, imagine they've avoided the, the scenario of certain states and therefore certain schools having a, a recruiting advantage, you know, just across the board with the, with the presence or, or lack of, of name, image, and likeness opportunities. But now, since everybody's just kind of doing it their own way, imagine players entering into, and maybe you touched on this already if you have, I'm sorry, sure. but imagine players entering into transfer portals just based on name, image, and likeness opportunities. I mean, just they're they're not going to be. This is the first of all. Let me just say this: this is the this is the bare minimum that can be done for college athletes. I mean, there's still there's still a pie that they're not getting access to. Correct. Which is the the, the, the revenue pie, the television you know pie, the, the 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 big money, the billions with a B, but the millions that they can now make. Off of their name, image, and likeness. That's just bare minimum, long overdue. The least that they can do. Well, well we had the amount j- of chaos that this is going to cause, and chaos in, in a good way. I'm an agent of chaos. Right. The <laughs> amount of chaos that this is going to bring forth to the NCAA and these and these these institutions' comfortable situation that they've been having for decades. I don't even think we fully grasp just how far-reaching this is going to be. I agree with you, Michael, and I have no problem with a player entering a transfer portal because he thinks his name, image, and love likeness it. may be somewhere else. I love and it's it. It, it's in the same way that I asked Daryl Morey years ago when he was still with the Rockets, so a couple of years ago, when I'm like, so aren't you concerned that a star player in the NBA is going to approach 
one of your star players and say, how about you leave where you're the, the Rockets and join me somewhere else and we form a super team? And his mm-hmm. answer was no. Like, that he's not going to see, he wouldn't want a tampering charge to be levied against another player for approaching one of his other players. He said, no, I'm not concerned about it because I'm going to create such an environment that uh, my guy's never going to think of leaving. And, <laughs> and that's what will have to be yeah. in the mind's eye and part of the plan of a college program. Sports Think about how many corporations or brands. This is so exciting. I mean, you know, from a player's perspective or an athlete's perspective, but a worker. Yes. Uh, think right. about how many brands or corporations can now just circumvent the, the university or the athletic department, where otherwise they may have to do some kind of a endorsement deal with the university in general. And they could just say, oh, no, I'll just, instead of, instead of doing a deal with Duke, I'll just do it with Zion Williamson, you know. For example, at the time, yes. he came in with a incredible social media following before he ever set foot on, you know, on campus. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited to see where this goes. Um, and there are just so many different tentacles, like the one you pointed out. I mean, on, on a professional level, like that is a huge advantage for agents. Oh yeah, to be able to now have a body of work to refer to. So yeah, okay, fine. We don't, we don't have it in writing. That you know, you have to. Be, I have to be your contract agent when you go to the NFL. Do we need it in writing? <laughs> you know, if I do a good job, if I do you, exactly, and your family's comfortable with me, and I'm comfortable, and and and, and if for anybody who says, well, now this opens the door for NFL uh, contract advisors, as is referred to, and agents to to descend upon college campuses, they're they're there already. I, I, right. You know what? Why, why do you why do you think a, a player on the day that they've made their announcement that they're turning pro? They already have their agents all lined up, you know? I mean, like, that's the way it goes. And some players already have, like, their parents or family members do that anyway. So it's 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 fascinating to me, though, Michael Smith of Brother from Another, top of the hour right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. It's fascinating to me, uh, Michael, part of the conversation about name, image, and likeness is give Reggie his Heisman back and his records back and, and give – uh, like say uh, Michigan it's banners back from the mm-hmm. Fab Five and you know what how I feel about the Fab Five and I love C-Web and he even tweeted out you know give me the keys the keys to the locker with the banners but I I, I kind of have a I don't have an issue with individual uh, records being restored and I don't have a problem with the Heisman being given back to Reggie but I, you know if a team actually has a player on uh, to, to form their championship roster because somebody got an impermissible benefit and others at the time with the rules being what they are, despite how now illegal they appear to be in an antitrust mm-hmm. violation, that that's the rules then. And so team uh, records shouldn't be restored mm-hmm. or, or banners shouldn't be restored. But I, I think C-Web should maybe get some pool of money for that number four that was in the Michigan uh, I, I, Athletics Department store at the time. Couldn't agree, you know? more. Couldn't agree more. I think, you know, I think... That's and that, that's not name, image, and likeness. I think what we're talking about broad in, in a broad sense is athletes' rights. What these athletes, as workers, should have been and are entitled to. And there are so many parallels across broader society that we could, you know, be here all day, you know, connecting those dots. Um, but yeah, it's almost like as if, if, if imagine Major League Baseball saying, uh, you know, performance enhancing drugs are legal now. You know, and and somebody uh, who abided by the rules were like, well, wait a second. You know, how does somebody who cheated now get to benefit? Right. 
whether 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 it should have been considered cheating at the time is beside the point. There were plenty of people, and maybe not to the level of Reggie Bush, but plenty of people who could have, and maybe did, but just didn't get caught, could have circumvented the rules, but didn't. Uh, it's, there is no the only, the only thing is, and even then, if you want to go down that, that slope, like how many people should we now pay out retroactively <laughs> because they were not able? And, and I'm not saying they should, they don't deserve it, but it's like there's no way to actually make up for the 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 you know the the decades and the billions of dollars that these employees of the NCAA were denied because the rules were so archaic. It's really a shame that it took this long. It really is. <laughs> but it's changed forever, and it's going to really be weird for people, you know, of our, um, you know, I guess age group, generation, however you want to put it. I know you're younger than I am, but, you know, you've grown up your whole life thinking, you know, college athletes don't get paid. And but soon, think, but, and soon but, but there will be a generation not, of people who, for, for whom that, that's the way, that, that'll be like black and white television to a generation, okay. you know? I, but, but here's the thing, man. Listen, I, I'm not that much younger than you. I'm, 40, I'm almost 42. How old are you, Rick? I'm 52, so you are. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the all right. That's, I appreciate the half-hearted all right. Yeah, I appreciate that. But I mean, that. you know, you're, you're in better shape than I am. I guarantee you run a better 40 than I do. Okay, right? that, that I'll I, take I guarantee that. you run a better 40 than I do. Um, but... <laughs> You know, even and even and it certainly preceded me. One of my first term papers in high school, I remember it, was the case for collegiate athletes to get paid. So, like, there there's a lot of us who have been living in this alternate universe. I, I just finished watching episode four of Loki. Who have been operating in this nexus event, this mm-hmm. alternate timeline, in which collegiate athletes are treated. The way for for what they are, for who they really are, which is employees, which is professional athletes. They may not play at the highest level, but they're they're employees. So this is really just a long time coming. I, I would like to think for more people than maybe we realize. There are some old school people, you know, who are gonna who are, who are like, oh, this is weird. You know, this is this this compromises the integrity of the game. Is like, oh, it's all just about the money. It's always been about the money, but that money has always been concentrated to the powers that be, whether it's the administrators, the, the, the coaches, the universities, the NCAA, what have you, it is just so, it, it's just, it's so refreshing to see this happening. It really is. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more excited for them. Um, and I'm excited to see just, I'm looking forward to the chaos. I'm looking forward to all the different aspects and all the different doors that it ends up opening, the domino effect that it has. Because I hadn't even thought about the agent aspect of it until you brought it up. Like, and, and how much how much more is going to be revealed as time goes on? How is this going to factor into recruiting? How is it going to factor into, uh, you know, competitive balance or imbalance and so on and so forth? It's just eventually they're just going to have to come to grips with the fact that this is a professional sport, whether they, you know, want it to be about the universities, want it to be an amateur um an amateur enterprise or not, it's a professional sport, and we're getting we. It's a it's a it's a huge step, but it's a baby step nonetheless, relatively speaking. Michael Smith here on the Rich Eisen show. Uh, before I let you go, yeah, um, the the uh, I, I like front loading storylines and what we're going to hear from our colleagues in the media, whether it's you know uh, warranted or not. And I haven't brought this up to you guys yet here in studio, so I'm going to unveil this with Michael Ooh. Smith. Okay. Uh, I, I I'm already seeing it. I'm already seeing it. Uh, I'm already feeling it. I'm sensing it that if the Suns win it, there's an asterisk because LeBron had a banged up team and Giannis is banged up and Trey Young is banged up. The Clippers didn't have Kawhi and uh, so on and so forth. What do you think of that 
Do you think we're going to see that, hear that from some corners of our business, Michael? Nobody, from hopefully from nobody respectable or credible. I, I can't speak for Twitter. I mean, I'm sure somebody somewhere. I'm sensing it already, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that it's Chris Paul's moment, but, you know, so what? Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, LeBron was less than. That's every year. That's every year. The, war, the Warriors got that. There are asterisks, and now you're going to make me have to say that word a bunch of times. <laughs> there are asterisks assigned to every championship based on one's uh, affiliation or allegiance or preconceived notion about that individual or that team. The war, okay, the Warriors dynasty has an asterisk affixed to it for one reason or another, whether it's because they got Kevin Durant or because, you know, they beat LeBron the first time when uh, Kyrie and Kevin Love were hurt. I mean, if you go down a list of pretty much every champion, if you really reach, and I think our guy Tom Abistro may have even done an exercise like this, if you really wanted to reach, you could find an asterisk affixed to everybody's championship, including LeBron's last year. So, okay, Chris Paul... In his championship, if the Suns were to win it, there's an asterisk because Anthony Davis got hurt. Well, last year, you know, they tried to say that LeBron avoided the Clippers because they couldn't hold on to a 3-1 lead or what have you. Um, and, you know, even before that, Kawhi, Kawhi got a championship when Durant and Klay Thompson were hurt. How many teams is Chris Paul himself an asterisk for? Because the Warriors, before they got to the finals, if I'm not mistaken, were trailing the Rockets, and then Chris Paul hurt his hamstring. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, it's mental gymnastics. It's unnecessary. Every championship involves a level of luck and good fortune. It has always been a battle of attrition. It's just worse this year. So, yes, Rich, you will hear people try to discredit the Suns championship should they win it, but – those people are silly and got nothing else better to do and probably just hate Chris Paul. Who do you have on your show today? What do you got top of the hour here? Uh, we got uh, Baron Davis is joining us today. Uh, our friend Monica McNutt is joining us today. Uh, Jason Johnson from MSNBC making his regular weekly appearance. Uh, Benny Goodwill from Yahoo coming through to apologize to Chris Paul because he had the nerve to try to slander the point guard yesterday, and I tried to check him, and then he went out and cooked the Clippers in the second half. So, yeah, we got a jam-packed show. Um, and it's our last one before we take more vacation because okay. that's just what we need coming yeah. off another week off. I so. got you, Michael Smith. You take care of yourself. Best to Holly, and we'll see you top of the hour. Love y'all, man. Appreciate right it. Back at you. All right, right back, back at you. Always love chatting with Michael Smith. I love chopping it up with him. Brother from another top of the hour with Michael. Holly, every day we take you to that show. Let's take a break. Joey T. Joey's T. Joe Theismann. The man who once upon a time broke up an entire NFL network panel because he called Danny Woodhead Woodcock <laughs> will be joining us next right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. How often do you hear about The Fugitive from people? A lot. You know, The Fugitive is one of those movies, as you probably know, that uh, is timeless. It was a big hit when it came out, and people still go back and watch it. Like, I'll hear people say, you know, it came up on television, and I, I watched it all the way through. Yes, it's a, yeah. for us, here on this show, mm-hmm. love that movie. a flat-out remote drop. Like, yeah. literally, remote it's a it. remote drop. Like, mm-hmm. five minutes in, it's, you're, you well know. Well done movie. One, one our man is doing his thing, and you know the train crash hasn't even happened yet, and you're like, oh, God, yeah. do I have two hours? <laughs> Same look at the director, watch. Andrew Davis, uh-huh. as uh, collateral damage. No kidding. Same director. Mm-hmm. Huh. Isn't that something? How about that? Yeah, that's how I got that job. No, me a bone every now and again. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. The NBA draft this year took place in the same hotel as the big RDU 90 reveal finish. Just to show you again how much of a wow you do fan know I, this movie. I do know this yeah. movie. Wow. Am I free, have I have I freaked you? Not out at all. I, I think I love you even more. <laughs> I love a, I love somebody who's curious and uh, well rounded and you. curious about all aspects of life because I'm not at all. I I just I like coffee. <laughs> I like sitting at home by myself. They asked me before, would you rather be on an island with one person or by yourself? I'm like totally by myself. Even if I like that person, I totally want no to kidding. Just, just sit there and ponder <sighs> my. Well, you know, it's funny that we have bonded over um, uh, a love of, I guess, what? Game shows, Fanny Flag. But do you realize I only know a little bit about everything just to get by in an interview like this? (laughs) That much. Whereas you are like in a walking, well, not Wikipedia. You're more. uh, I am a, you use what I am. Encyclopedia. If you don't mind, I don't mind. I don't normally normally do this sort of thing. Describe myself. I am a font of useless information. That's fantastic. I I love that. Literally have through my years on the planet have unknowingly sucked in all of this information. Well, you know, it is the era of the nerd now. We are exalting you people. Thank you. You, <laughs> you did, just, did I just get called a nerd? <laughs> did that just happen? Hey, it's a it's a badge of uh, um, yeah, nerds are in. Nerds are in. That's what she's trying to say. No. Nerds are in. Yeah, nerds are okay. totally in now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I was Jane Lynch two years ago today. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for our full archive. Over 280,000 followers there. Please be a be a follower there. It means a lot to us to you to go down a wormhole and get our videos when they post it every single day. Um, and we uh, we greatly appreciate your following there. And that's a way for you to check us out as well. Uh, we post everything we do here on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show every day. We're back here uh, on NBC Sports on Peacock. And we are back here on the Rich Eisen Show on our radio affiliates. Um, uh, I've, I've known this guy for a very long time. You know, I, I got to meet him when the NFL Network started. Um, he is one of 39 active or former NFL players and coaches playing in the American Century Celebrity Championship in, uh, in Edgewood, at uh, Edgewood Tahoe in South Lake Tahoe, Nevada. We had uh, Jay Billis in studio. He's playing in it. Yep. Uh, we had Tom Glavin. Tom He's Glavin, playing in it. Yeah. Uh, why are we planning? Great uh, question, we'll, Rich. Instead of, uh, of our next guest here, uh, Super Bowl champion, uh, none other than Joe Theismann. How are you doing, Joe? How you been? I'm great, Rich. Thank you. And you know you posed an interesting question. I will raise that to the committee. Will you do that? Will, will you, sure. Do you appear in front of the committee, Joe? Is that where I would, it, is I, would, 
I would do well, not really, but I, you know, maybe I could find somebody I could talk to about it. I should have just said thank you. I shouldn't have pressed you any on that, the actual details of it. <laughs> now you need a description of the entire committee and, you know, who I'm going to go to and all this stuff. Exactly. No, it's, uh, it's, a great, it's a great event. I mean, and, you know, Annika's going to play this year, Sorenstam. She's such a great competitor. Oh, great. Catherine Tappan's going to be there. Uh, of course, Marty Fish won it last year. Marty, John Smoltz, Mark Mulder, Tony Romo, those – those are probably the top four guys that'll be competing. And, uh, you know, it, to have the chance to play, this is the 32nd year of, uh, of the tournament. I've played in 30 of them. And just watch the way this thing grew. A couple years ago, we didn't have fans last year, and it was a very limited field. But two years ago, they showed video of what it was like in the first times. And, you know, our 17th hole at uh, Edgewood mm-hmm. in Lake Tahoe mm-hmm. is a lot like you see in Phoenix on that par three. Sure. Um, I really almost think it's, you know, we started it. And because you have the lake, you have all the boats lined up and everything else, and they're going to be allowing fans this year. So it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful experience, and it's fun. Of course, Charles will be there. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, a co- and a couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Sean Payton gave new meaning to hitting it off the deck uh, in yeah, golf. I, literally. I remember, <laughs> I remember that a couple of years ago. He oh, yeah. We, we did that. Guys out, we've had guys out in the boat, out in the uh, you never know where somebody's going to wind up in this tournament, to be honest with you, whether it's in the evening or during the day, during the tournament. It's uh, it's an awful lot of fun. All right, Joe, uh, we, we looked it up. Um, go ahead, Chris. What what is, what is Joe Theismann? Uh, uh, I know, at? I know. You don't have to say it. It's a lot. Okay? No, well, no, I, I, Joe. Uh, are you a two, Joe? This is your two handicap. You yeah, they, well, they have me as a two. I'm probably closer to three and a, three five now. Oh, but I'm, it's been going up. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm terrible, right? <laughs> I mean, so sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize. Oh my gosh, I shoot three and a half, and you know, off the tee on a on a par five, you know, uh, it, and I've got yeah, three more to go, Joe. That's that's my game. You know Maybe that's amazing. why I'm not invited. Maybe that's me. I'm not well, even competitive. No, not at all. You're a, you're a huge personality. Richard and, and, slouch. You know, I was listening just to the interview a little bit. I think that was, was that a recorded interview from a couple of years ago. But was that? Yeah, Jane Lynch. Yeah, that's recorded a couple well, Jane, of years ago. I mean, yeah. the thing was, is um, you are truly, uh, you know, a man of, of vast knowledge. <laughs> Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't make you. It doesn't make you geekish. What it does is it makes you very well rounded. Thank you, and Joe. a Renaissance man. Thank you. Now that's the way. That's the way I would describe it. <laughs> Renaissance. I greatly, I greatly appreciate that, Joe Theismann here. Uh, no, I mean it. Uh, no, I, I, mean I know it. you do, and I appreciate that. So, yeah. uh, story uh, of the NFL. It's been a little quiet though uh, for the last couple of weeks, and you know the next pressure point won't be till training camp. But what do you think is going on with Aaron Rodgers? I think that I think Aaron has dug himself in. Um, at first, when this thing happened, of course, this goes back two years when the, with the drafting of uh, Jordan Love, mm-hmm. and, and that's a guy you, you have to feel bad for because Jordan's caught in the middle of this thing. He's the person that the Green Bay Packers moved up to get a couple years ago when Aaron felt like they needed other positions, specifically wide receiver, and so he goes out and has an MVP year. And basically, I think what he's saying in a in a, in a nonverbal way is, look. You thought so much about the kids, you went and moved up to go get them. Uh, you didn't give us what we, what I thought we needed. So if you wanted them, you got them. Let me go on and do something else. Except the price to get Aaron, and it, it's, it's double-edged. The price that you pay for a guy of his age, although I think he's got three or four years, great years left, but you, what do you give up? In a window. I mean, if you're, if you're close and you think you're close to having a shot at the championship, you'd consider it. 
But if you're looking at a team that's young and trying to move forward, I don't think you do it because you have to, it's going to cost at least two number ones. Probably two number ones, two number two. This is going to look like Kevin Costner in draft day, okay, where <laughs> right. he trades the three number ones and right. then he tries to get them. Well, you're not going to get them back. But that's sort of what's going to wind up happening. I, I would be surprised if he's a Green Bay Packer. He's going to be in the tournament, too, by the way. Oh, oh he is, is he? Okay. Yeah. Cause... Patrick is there. Patrick Mahomes. Aaron's there. Justin Timberlake, just to mention a few more. Sure. Um, you know, so it, it's it, – it, I just – the, uh, there's too much of too much has been said. Right. I think, um, and, and I just couldn't understand the organization a couple of months ago. Come the Packers coming out and saying, "Aaron Rodgers is our quarterback for the foreseeable future." Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if, if if anything else, I mean, immediately what I would have done with Aaron is I don't believe the last two years of his contract are guaranteed. I'd have guaranteed his contract, and I'd have given him a raise because I think he is undervalued. Um, not not as valued as I, I believe he would be. I mean, if you look at the numbers that some of the guys are getting that haven't done near as much as he is, I think he deserves uh, more. No, I, I know that. The, more the, than what he's getting. The issue is, Joe Thosman here on the Rich Eisen Show, as you know, as you pointed out to start this, is that it, it was the drafting of Jordan Love that started a clock in this day and age, unlike you know when you were drafted or as uh, – you know, uh, our friend Terry Bradshaw mentioned, well, when I, you know, they drafted Mark Malone, I just didn't pay that any mind. Well, that's because, you know, Mark Malone's drafting in the first round wasn't mandated contractually and collective bargaining uh, contract to put the kid out on the field right away to see if you have to pick up a second year option. That's the way things go now. So the drafting of love, sure. how they drafted him and where they drafted him started a clock and Rogers knows that. So my, my and why? question. And, and why they moved, why they moved up to get him. You know, I had, they drafted when I in 1982 or 83. They drafted Tom Flick in the second round mm-hmm. when I, behind me out of Washington. So, you know, we're, it's yeah. I think it's it's really. Well, hey, can I mention something about American Century here, though? Go for it. Uh, sure. Because people ought to understand what American Century Investments do. I mean, they're a, the country's leading money manager for ETFs, mutual funds, and retirement solutions, and they help clients achieve investment goals. That's who they are. But here's the thing that is so wonderful about them, too, is 40% of American Century's investment profits go to the Stour Institute of Medical Research that, uh, that does research uh, dedicated to defeating life-threatening diseases. They have paid dividends of $1.7 billion to the research to fight it. Think of a company that gives away 40% of its profits to, for charity. And we've raised about $5.5 up there in Tahoe in that area, too. Well, that's pretty cool, plus, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Plus, there's going to plus there's going to be a uh, an opportunity to be a part of fantasy golf. Started a couple days ago. I mean, you can participate in the American Century Golf Fantasy Contest. Pick five celebrities. Uh-huh. The best aggregate performance wins all expense paid trip to the 2022 tournament, and a ten thousand dollar donation to the winner's charity of choice. And all you need to do is log on to www, which I don't need to say anymore, uh, accfantasygolf.com. And uh, that's that's what makes this this tournament so special. We're, you know, Rich, we're all competition junkies. Mm-hmm. Those of us that have left the game. I mean, I, I look, I watch you. I watch you during the uh, during the draft. I watch you run for charity. Yes. I mean, you're a lot. You're a lot. You're a lot more explosive than people. I think I appreciate give you credit that, Joe. For. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you know, that. That is an adjective that's not usually attached to me, and I greatly appreciate you saying that. Joe. Well, it, it's not fast. I mean, explosive. That's true. <laughs> that's another nice way. Word you can play with. No, understood. Yes. No, I, I hear you. I, I I read my scouting reports, Joe. 
you know, I, I definitely read them. <laughs> you study them? I do. I do. Um, so, That's so you're going to head up there soon, I assume. And you're, so do you know who yeah. you're, who are you paired with? Do you know who you're paired with yet? Jim? No, we won't know. We won't get our pairing sheets until I think uh, thir- Wednesday or Thursday night. Then we'll figure out how who we play. I mean, two, three years ago, I played with Alex Smith and oddly enough, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who both were Washington. One is a Washington quarterback. Yes, of course, Alex was one, and I was there and. There's a chance Alex is there again, Fitz is there again, and I'll be there again. So there's a chance we might well, play together. That, that's got to be it, like, Joe. We got to have that. Yeah. That's the way it's got to be. College guys together. So yeah, I mean, it, the pairings are fun, and uh, it, it's 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 really a it's a, so, it really is. I'll tell you, for a guy that loves to compete, it's wonderful to challenge yourself. Uh, right. Anybody that plays the game of golf knows how frustrating it can be. Now, put yourself in front of about four or 5,000 people. Oh, forget it. Um, and take the club back, and let's see what you do. Exactly. So so when you say it's college pairing, so it's you, Montana, and Rudy, is that who it is? Well, if, it is could it be if some, they were there. Notre, Notre Dame greats, you, 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 Montana, and Rudy, and, you know, <laughs> only only two of you were on sides? That's the sort of thing? It Joe? could be. You never know. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, I love what that, a season man. it's going to be, though, man. I what agree. What a season it's I, going to be. I agree. I, I think that this year has a chance, I, I, even more than I, I'll make this prediction. Okay, I'll be Joe. bold. I'll be, I'll be like Terry. There you go. This, this particular season will be the best season in professional football that we've seen in recent history because of the young players, guy like Joe Burrow coming back. Of course, yeah. you don't know what Zach Wilson's going to do or Trevor Lawrence. And then, and then, of course, you know Tom continues to move on. Aaron, I think, will be somewhere. I can't see. I just can't see him sitting out of football. Right. Um, you know. I think Russell Wilson. You know, has sort of settled everything down out in Seattle, and uh, you've got so many storylines. Patrick is coming back. You know, they've got new guys at the tackle positions, and you know, so many different young blossoming stars. Dak coming back off the off the leg, broken leg. Where will he be in, in the mix with the Cowboys? I agree with you, I mean, and Joe. Like storyline after storyline, and then there's uh, you mentioned one, and then you know, and then I'll I'll let you go here. Um, I I think you know the team to beat in the NFC East is the Washington Football Team, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. I love their defense. They have a Defensive Player of the Year candidate already. Uh, I love yep. how how their defense last year. Uh, I mean, if they got their hands on you, they put you on the turf. There were there were really no yak yards against that defense and right i don't know i just you see so many you know uh long-time veterans get a shot when this is a, and i know that ryan fitzpatrick frequently you know doesn't get you know all 16 games in when he's been named a starter frequently but i i kind of like the mix here i i, I think well, they've I think got a shot got, i think i think he would have gotten 16 in last year if miami not made a choice to go with Tua. Right. I mean, that, that wasn't because Fitz wasn't playing well. Correct. That was because they just wanted to make a change. I don't disagree with you. I think this football team can be special. They added speed to the wide receiver position. They added depth to the tight end position. Uh, William Jackson coming in at the corner position helps out tremendously. Kendall Fuller is back, being able, you know, coming from Kansas City. And, and the, the thing is, is the one thing that jumped out at me, though, too, in this offseason, and this day and age of money grab, it really caught my eye is very seldom do you see a championship team come back intact. But yet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I believe, are returning all 22 they are. last year. Facts. And that was a great defense last year. And they only really started to play to their potential after the bye last year. And, of course, you know Tom is going to be Tom. I mean, the thing that he's been able to do, people wonder what's he able to do. 
obviously takes care of himself and all that stuff. But his arm is good. As long as you have the ability to throw the football, you can play this game a long time. When the arm goes, that's the end of the business for you. But I think Tampa is another team that you really, really have to look at and say, wow, none of these guys left. Everybody, I think everybody wanted to be there for one more shot, at least. Well, Tom, maybe two. You never know. Right. But I agree with you on Washington. Now, if I say it, people go, oh, you're just you're a homer. homer. You know, right. No. You, you, all you need to do is step back and take a look at this. This will be a top three defense, for sure. I, th- um, I think you're right. I think so, going forward. And defense wins championships. No doubt. Thanks for the call, Joe. Hit him straight. Hit him straight in a couple weeks. And again, um, the the American Century Celebrity Golf Championship in Tahoe on July seventh uh, through eleventh. And uh, your new book, How to Be a Champion Every Day, uh, filled with all those stories from from your career, uh, available now wherever you can get your books. So, thanks for the call, Joe. Rich, thank you. I put a word in for you too. I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you. You got that. We got a word being put in, guys. Joe Thigh's been putting in the word, putting in the word, saying don't don't let him in. <laughs> keep them out keep it fair i've never played more in front of more than like 20 people i've as you know i've done that tournament and yeah that 17th par three is water all it's the entire lake to your right right so when they say don't hit it right it means that's lake tahoe yeah okay yeah. avoid the drink right and so <laughs> You know, and if I'm not mistaken, there the the green is also protected by uh, sand in the front and in the back. Yeah. And then you see all these people, and I think to myself, you know, half the time I can hit it, and and they're on, they're all standing there, they're all standing there, and I'm yep. like, you know, I'm not a professional right player here. I so could shank this. Don't assume that I'm going to hit it straight. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. what's your problem? Yeah. They were like half of them are standing there, like that woman with the sign at the uh, Tour de France. <laughs> Who's been found? By, uh, the way. by the way, she was arrested. Yeah, yeah. She well, there was the a country, report. Apparently, there was a report. She was on the lam. Yeah, she dipped. She took out ninety <laughs> like, percent like of the Tour de France. People. Apparently, that was a sign for her grandparents or something oh, like that. Gosh. And she's just like, hey, <laughs> and then one dude whack, went, whack, yeah, like dominoes <laughs> Tour de Merde. I did say that word. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll finish up shop. Oh, by the way, and we'll we, uh, the Dick Gasket uh, Roger Federer match is complete. That's a wrap. We will we will hit that and send you to the, the weekend with a little bit more pertinent information in a moment. <laughs> Afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about. How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Best of the week! What do you think? 
think that's wrong with the team. The balance of the team has been out of whack. I don't know why they don't see it. I see it. You see it. Mm-hmm. And then we made this bad trade to Stanton, which I think is the beginning of everything that went wrong. You know, Jeter really stuck it to us. I mean, I hate to say that. Jeter, of all people, said, here, take him. Of course. Take him. Yelich was out there. He gave Yelich away. When was your first sports center? Who'd you do it with? First show is not as popular as the bulging disc. Always a good go to. Who had the bulging disc? Maurice Hurst. I'm doing a Michigan game, right? Yes. And uh, Maurice Hurst Jr.'s playing. And I told the producer, hey, you know, we get to a blowout. It could be fun to roll in and all that stuff. So we wind up rolling it in, and Maurice Hurst Jr. tweets me after the game, hey, Steve, I never do that about my father. (laughs) (laughs) What was the angriest you've ever seen Bobby Cox? One of our receivers, he was complaining about how he was being used. You know, back in those days, you might have a beer or two on the charter on the way home. So we convinced him that when we got back to Atlanta, now mind you, that was like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, that would be a good idea to go and talk to Bobby about his role. We were kind of all hovered around Bobby's office door because this guy went in, and sure enough, it was an expletive conversation about essentially your role is this. When I pick up the phone and call down there and tell you to get up, it's your turn to pick. That's your role. Now get the hell out of here. <laughs> what do you think of the check and pitchers? You could actually hear the baseball coming off guys. No kidding. When they would throw it, you would hear and then we'd get balls back into the dugout. The ball came back. I got some on my finger, and it was almost like when you use super glue, and you always get that on your fingers. Right. And I couldn't hardly get it off. It took me like two innings of peeling at my finger to get this stuff off of my hand. The thing I laughed at most with Coach K, he gave us the what for about, we need to have attention to detail. Like, no detail is too small. Specifically, these three things we have to clean up. And number one on the list was rebound, and he spelled it R-E-B. O-U-B. Billy King, who later on was the uh, president of the 76ers yeah, right. and Nets, leaned over to me and says, do you think he wants us to point that out? Yeah. Like, like attention to detail. Yeah, like, right, he's right. testing us. Oh, yeah. Right. I go, yeah, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of practice, every time a shot went up, we'd go, rebound! <laughs> and he caught on. He goes, oh, yeah, that's real funny. <laughs> Very good. Real funny. I can't believe I get the opportunity to chat with you first blush after England advances to the quarterfinals in the Euro Cup. Holy, holy crap, Rich. All it took for England to win a big boy game in a tournament was for me to release a book about my love of the United States of America. <laughs> what is it going to be like on the streets of London? Picture the whole nation of England. Right. It will be Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl. They better reach those telephone poles. What a fun week, and that's just barely scratching the surface of all those moments. <laughs> Check out our best of the week all week long with Don Mattingly and Roger Bennett and Jay Billis in studio and Dan Patrick and Tom Glavin, and we had a, a fun week here. That's just to name a few. Uh, check it all out on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Our podcast on the Cumulus Podcast Network every day, all three hours, so you can get us on demand watching it right here on NBC Sports on Peacock or watch it live on NBC Sports on Peacock or get it on demand watching it on YouTube. Or you can get us, uh, listen to us live on this Rich Eisen Show radio station or Sirius XM Channel 211 or Odyssey or listen to us on demand on our podcast. In other words, I'm just basically saying there's no way to avoid us or the outstanding analysis you get of a uh, match at Wimbledon in which uh, we watched the oldest individual to advance to the third round in Roger Federer, uh, first one since Ken uh, Rosenthal in 1975. And um, 
Um, I, I, you're getting all that information, um, including the fact that he uh, straight set a Dick Gasket of France, otherwise known as Richard Gasquet. Richard Gasquet. Yeah. I'm also watching somebody who just slipped on the on the uh, Wimbledon grass and is in deep pain right now. Yeah, that doesn't look good. And what's going on with the grass? I don't we know. We should all dress up as like the linesmen. Look at this. They have they should, the they, perfectly tailored khakis, blue shirt with the Bobcraft two-tone collar. Oh, look at that. And the DeChambeau hat. What's going on with the grass at Wimbledon? You know what they should do? We should send uh, Carl Spackler out there. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know. Cinderella story to gush. We didn't discuss this week either. One of the things we didn't get to is the fact that John Hamm is rebooting Fletch. Yes. They're shooting that in Boston right now. I saw that earlier this now, week. I couldn't believe it. You know why I'm not surprised it. by that? Because, uh, first of all, John Hamm is a funny guy. Mm-hmm. You, you've seen it on all of our, you know, whenever he's here. Yeah. Um, he's one of the funniest additions to Curb, period. And um, I got into the Fletch books when the movie was out. Okay. And I was kind of jarred by how cool the Fletch character was in the books as opposed to quirky and, you know, Chevy Chase. Che- right, exactly. Funny, like Chevy Chase's Fletch in the, is, is not the Fletch you see in the books. Okay. It's more of like in a... I think, like I a think smooth, Ham, like... I think Ham is going to be more maybe... Closer right. to the book version of Fletch. That's my recollection. It's okay. been years since I've read a Fletch book. But the Fletch movies caused me to like, let me just check out what the book's all about. Yeah, I'm you trying know? to see if I can find like you know what it's going to be about. Is it a prequel? Is it a sequel? Don't know. And I saw the, um, the, the uh, trailer for the Sopranos prequel that's out. And just yeah. seeing that James Gandolfini's oh, kid is playing the early version of Tony Soprano is pretty freaking cool. Looks just like him. Ray That's Liotta's awesome. in that movie. Like, it's going to be badass. Via Farmiga. I don't know her name. Vera Farmiga. Her. She <laughs> plays Tony's mom. Okay. So she's got the prosthetics on, but uh, dead on Olivia Soprano. Is that right? It's, oh, it's going to be great. Cannot wait. You know, and she was played by the actress Nancy Marchand, I believe is her name. yep. yep. Um, who, um, just to bring this all full circle in a way, was the mayor in Police Squad in Naked Gun. Wow. Yes. The original, Tony Soprano's mom was the mayor who was very upset with Frank Drebin uh, being caught with a, a hot mic while peeing in the bathroom. <laughs> Same actress. Okay. You're welcome. That's why you come here. That's why you come here. I'm hoping you stay. Uh, TJ, did I overhear as well that your your weekend, your July 4th weekend, which begins for us tomorrow, by the way, we're off tomorrow and Monday as we, we take some time. Yeah, good to know, Mr. Feller. So yeah. make that a note in your, in your book. No, in your book. <laughs> in his day planner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little fire it. drill here this morning this is guy. Mr. Feller. Whenever, whenever somebody's not here and they're filling in for Del- anybody uh-huh. and they're not here, it makes me think, oh, what happened? Because there's not a lot of us here. And so then when I, someone's I, not call, here. You call, this is your note, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Brockman calls you and, you know, and I'm expecting as soon as he's like, he gets, like, first of all. Well, let's start I'm, off. The, the studio's dark, dark when yeah, I walk the in. the lights are not on, nothing. And so, anyway. I'm sitting here in the dark. With and, t- right. Yeah, I yeah, said, right. Chris, why, why, why are the lights, lights on? Because yeah. <laughs> nobody's ready. here to turn them on yet. And there are people here to turn. Uh, right, forget it. But, so I'm like. 
you know, fella, feller's supposed to be here today, right? Yeah. Like, will you call him? Yeah, I will. And so I'm sitting there thinking, I'm, I'm like, first of all, I have to make sure that he, you're answering. That's right. the first things first. Right. So, <laughs> so, I hear, right. I, I, so I, okay. I'm like, I, I kind of exhale when I hear him go, hey, man. And then you, you coming in. And then I knew something was up because he then paused and her, was listening to something. Wasn't, <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm on the way or right. I'm right around the corner. And the next thing he's like is, you know, you're, you're working today, right? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And then, do you know, do you, because you were just awakened, do you remember what you said to, to Chris? Today? That was it? Yeah. <laughs> had a higher register on today. today. today? Bad like, news. Today? Bad news. Yeah. But anyway, you're here, so it's good. We made it. We made like, it. Ten yeah, minutes spare. But oh, I mean, I, 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 I was very Federer-like, where I was going to continue to make shots and not sweat. <laughs> Right, I didn't. Well, you were sweating this morning a little bit. Let's just be honest. Uh, I was sweating on the way here. I was. This guy was got a solve. We did sure. a solve real fast. We did. We, <laughs> we did a, a quick solve. Jason was Dick Gaskett sweating through his shirt on the way in. Gaskett sweating through his shirt. He was sweating like Ewing in the fourth quarter, man. <laughs> Ewing in the first quarter. <laughs> I've never seen somebody instantly perspire quite like Patrick Ewing. They had the sweatbands. So uh, where were we? Oh yeah, you were so, asking about. So fourth? yeah, your weekend. <laughs> is it true you're going to start fasting? Is that no. what you're saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is that he's, he's, over here TJ is going to moderately give a When you don't eat after 6 o'clock at night, that's fasting. Intermittent fasting. Right. Yeah, intermittent fasting. I'm not no, saying, like, you know, he's going to fast, like, no eating all day, but. No, no, no. Not like Rob Lowe. I mean, what a weekend to attempt that, too. <laughs> attempt July being 4th? the key word. Of it. Well, it. Right, I ain't, I ain't got no friends, man. I what am I gonna do the Fourth of July? He I has do... every friend Rude. on the planet. You guys are so wrong about how this. is Wilma Valderrama not having a Fourth Wilma of July barbecue in the middle of a pandemic? You're all vaccinated. <laughs> I mean, you're all vaxxed. What are you talking about? I don't know what he is, man. I don't know <laughs> Wilmer. I don't know if he is or just not. like Dak. He's on a TV show. <laughs> might be, might not be. It's up to you to figure know. that out. Like. I don't. I told you guys, man. I don't really do much anymore. I could have went to the Space Jam premiere at Magic Mountain a few days ago, had the invite, and I was just like, "Nah." Eh, Let me say something. Don't feel like going. Let me say something, and I say this on behalf of um, all of us here, <laughs> and virtually everyone I know. Despite many people out there watching and seeing this or hearing it, like, wow. You could have gone to the Space Jam 2 premiere at Magic Mountain and didn't. I will back your play to say I couldn't think of the anything else I'd rather not do. <laughs> and I have children. Like if all three kids were here. And, and wanted had, to go? Look, I grew up in look. New York City. <laughs> I grew up in New York City looking at the 1988 Gibson home run. Okay, and being just absolutely aghast at when the ball's in the air and the widening shot of seeing the taillights of the cars in yep. the parking lot leaving. And I'm like, what fair weather fans Los Angeles has? That they are leaving. They didn't see this moment because A, they didn't believe in their team, but more importantly, it was more important to not be stuck in traffic than believe in their team. We know what that traffic. Then like. I moved out here, and I would have been one of the people in the damn taillights. <laughs> You're out. The concept of driving from here all the way up to Magic Mountain. <laughs> Sounds terrible. 
That's the other thing. I don't care. I, I, I don't care. I don't care about giving my children an experience of seeing Space Jam three weeks before it's out. And I don't care about my kids can get on some sort of ride. All I'm like, you know, well, some kid, my, one, one kid's tall enough to ride this ride. One kid's tall enough to ride that ride. You know what? Everybody's tall enough to ride the ride. Watching Space Jam 2 when it comes out. <laughs> From the couch. From the, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. So you get it. So because you're not, it's not like you're going to go there and ride the rides and meet LeBron. Like he was there. I'm sure he was there, but I'm, you know, you need to be particularly <laughs> call, tall to get to get into that. Rich, do you area? I don't think you really understand who you're talking so to. So why wouldn't so you, why go, you go? Because I didn't feel like it. Because like you said, the Magic Mountain from where I live at 9 o'clock at night when the party started, and I get up at 6. Nine at night. That's like a 45-hour-long drive to get to Magic Mountain. Did they, would you have been able to see the movie first, or this is just the party? I think, I, you know, I don't really, I just I was just looking at people's Instagram stories and seeing they had the games open, riding rides. I saw a few of my friends, like, saying hi to LeBron. Is it wrong? Like, I'd rather do, I'd rather do a million other things. Uh, movie, like I mean, look. Movie premieres are movie fun. Movie premieres are cool. They sound way cooler than they actually are. Let's just put it that way. But this guy didn't even want to go to the Clipper game last night. Well, I don't blame him. <laughs> you knew, I, I guess maybe you knew that wasn't going to. I just I have a weird thing, I, and I've told you this: like spending so much time alone last year during the pandemic mm. really kind of did something to me where I just don't have the desire for whatever reason. I got in the rhythm of coming to work and I go home. I for whatever reason I just don't want to be around people. Well, so look, crawl before you walk. Go over to Ashton and Mila's house. Hang they're out. They're not here, man. <laughs> well, even better. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you're gonna be alone. I imagine that's an upgrade. I'm just Let me tell you, 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 you have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure security will let me up there. There's right. a big gate. And, there you go. You yeah. Know. But yeah, I just I didn't like feel you like, don't know the code. You know the code. I know all the code. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What's the code? I mean, it, I'm not asking you what's the code. I know you know the code. Is you what can, I'm saying. You can go Coats. over to his neighbor Eddie's house. <laughs> Who's? Oh, Eddie. Yeah. Who? Eddie. Eddie. Eh, just, just connect some dots. <laughs> Look at this crazy. Are you serious? <laughs> he lives close to you currently, <laughs> bro. Me. Right. No, well, anyway. I'm, I'm not in that pay rate yet. <laughs> I want to thank Rick Stroud, uh, Michael Smith, whose uh, brother from another is coming up shortly, and Joe Theismann, uh taking us down a little bit of memory lane and um, giving us all the information we need about American Century. <laughs> I want to thank Joe for coming on. Stop it. Stop what? Stop what? Uh. I'm not stopping a thing because brother from another is coming up next. Shout out to Ms. Marquis for sticking around to take you to that. For our radio audience, we'll chat Tuesday. For Peacock, we're back in a second. Ryan Lee's going to fill in on the radio.